like, I love that one. So good. That is so good. YouTube will slam you with a copyright. You won't be able to back to YouTube. So could you enjoy it right now? I freaking I love it. I'm here for it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. Welcome to Shipwreck Morning. I know things again are, are for those of you who were in there last night are, are looking a little different. I appreciate you, you know, the guys, everyone who's followed us over here for being here. Um, we had Outlaw Viking was in here first because nice. he found me via TikTok. I was back for like 30 minutes before the live. I had 200 and some people in there just sit, just watching, just reporting, just going nuts. And so it stayed very high level. But good morning, Purple Princess. Good morning, Hello. The Braves. Good to see you, Britt. Hello. Good morning, Walker. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Kay. Good morning, Blondie. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. A very happy Wednesday to each and every one of you. I hope you're having the best day ever. I hope you're having the best week ever. Our week started off. I just great. got my notification saying that you're live on. Yeah, um, I did too. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's us. I subscribe yeah, to my own channel. I'm better. You're supposed to like your own stuff. I, Isn't that like the golden rules that you got to like your stuff first? That way it puts positive vibes into it. I yes, people. I don't normally do that. No. Alex, good morning. Oh. Good morning, Raquel. You're good morning, supposed to. I don't, I don't do that. I somebody do. else did that. Somebody else told me that too. They're like, just do it like your own stuff. It helps celebrate your stuff. I'm self-centered enough. Like I watch my own videos. It's pretty rare that I watch anyone else's videos. Aaron, good morning. <laughs> What day is it? Walker, what day? Walker, are you from TikTok? I was on TikTok and I'm like, I couldn't remember what day it is. And some dude comes in and he's like, well, you'd know what day it was if you had a job. I'm like, all right. Well, I also know what day it was if I had a calendar, which I don't have either. So this is my job. Just let me live my life, YouTube. Dang. Yeah, don't be mean. Stop being a bully, YouTube. Good, good morning, morning, little wolf. Well, so YouTube kicked us off. For those who don't know, good morning, Relentless Mikey. YouTube kicked us off for the next seven days. We'll be live uh, with Jen Snow in the morning show. Next Wednesday, we'll be back on YouTube, but I'm going to stream to both because there's a dynamic cool. here that people actually like being here versus being on YouTube. And so we're going to do both um, going forward, but we'll be back at to normal YouTube-ness uh, next <laughs> Wednesday morning with Jen. Until and then, I'm we're going to be back. Yeah, and you'll have your voice back, and we're going to be, be here. Normal. It's hump day. Conservative witch, good morning. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and everybody can have their emojis. Doritos. I fucking love Doritos. <laughs> um, I, I'm twitchy. I feel twitchy this week. So we're here, and it's going to be very different. I, I, it feels very different here, because I feel like it's just much more. We're just kind of laid back, because we can talk about anything, like how COVID's not real, and it was just the whole damn thing was a fucking sham to win an election. Fight me. I'm going to say it. I say it out loud. Twitch. Twitch will probably take us down too. Then we're going to have to go to like <laughs> Discord. Oh my God. I don't understand the chat on Twitch either. I'm, I'm struggling with the pregame chat stuff. So we're going to pregame on TikTok, I think. And then we'll yeah. just automatically go like this. Um, a Cooper, good morning. Do you actually, I can actually see the comments. Now, some people, Sonia specifically gave me some feedback last night. She said she does like the comment section a much better. I, Sonia, I got your back. I actually think the comment section is way better laid out on Twitch than it is on YouTube. Um, but <laughs> I thought it was just me. Oh, I got to use my unicorn. So, you know, we all, I was happy. Purple princess yeah, was dropping. My I don't unicorn. have. I'm not, I'm not a affiliate here and I won't be affiliate, which is like monetization on uh, Twitch. I won't affiliate on Twitch uh, just because I'm already monetized on YouTube. But if YouTube gives us a final boot or if they come in and they, they slam me at two weeks, like if they come in the next 90 days and kick me back to two weeks suspension, uh, we're probably going to transition over it, which it sucks. And I fucking hate it because then I got to, well, and then everybody's got to find us again and we got to redo this whole thing. Yeah. And that's why I'm not quite ready to walk away from YouTube yet. I poured a lot of time oh, and effort into yeah, building be. that. But if they're going to get Gestapo on me, then, well, I have no choice. I Could you imagine that. if we had to go on Zoom? No. No, we will not. Listen, <clears throat> I will send memes via snail mail before I go to Zoom <laughs> and try to do any of this. Like, y'all get one letter a week from me, and it'll just be packed with printed pictures of memes and reports on how COVID's not real and political jargon. 
and pictures of Justin Trudeau with the eyes like blacked out, like we used to do. Oh, in have you seen that? Like uh, the clown one of him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The clown one. one. Kudos, that was pretty funny. I did laugh a little bit, and I know that's not nice to laugh at people when they're in. This. Oh my God, MySpace! That just we tells us how old we are. Listen, I need. <laughs> what's that guy's name? Not Jeff. My name is Jeff. What's that guy's name? Tom. On MySpace. My his name was Tom. Tom was your first friend on MySpace and probably your last friend too before you left. <laughs> Tom, are you oh. in here, Tom? Are we big enough deal to have Tom in here? Tom, no. we need you to come back. Like, I can't deal with this. I don't Please. even want to know if my MySpace still exists. Some people said they still have, and I'm sure mine is mine was all purple and pink, and it had um the last song, and I remember it, it was a uh, oh, 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 it was. Uh, my Chemical Romance was the last song that I had playing <laughs> on MySpace. From yesterday. Mine was really girly, actually, too. I tried to be girly on that. I did. I was like, I, I tried to make it very whimsical when I... Uh, <laughs> yes! We would make her topping. I have no topping. Especially with this voice. Just- I mean, you guys are getting the 900 operator voice. How you doing? It's, uh, I, it's there. Yeah. Today it's there. Yesterday you couldn't sounds, hear me. I was a little worried. Like this is Barry Manilow. Like, <laughs> I know. I tried to call Jen yesterday. I was talking to Jen and I'm like, man, I can't hear you. Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to go. We'll talk tomorrow. It'll be fine. It was like this squeak oh. would come out of me that it was so high pitched. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. It's a use everywhere else. Yeah. If, if your username has changed. Uh, and I don't recognize you or I act like you're a new person. I'm sorry. I, I, I get used to usernames and pictures. Like, and if one of them changes, or they both just, especially if they both change. I got my Gen L snow instead of snow Gen L. Like, it was kind of neat on here. I actually could use my first name first. I, I, I went with shipwreck. To ship, I'm always shipwreck. I'm shipwreck <laughs> everywhere. Sometimes I'm dot shipwreck. Sometimes I'm O dot shipwreck. Sometimes I'm. Well, there's this actor, Jen Snow or something, and she's got all that stuff tied up. And it just, you know what? How'd you beat me to it? Come on. That's you know, This is really it. So I always kind of wondered as this has kind of gotten bigger and people have really started to hate. Have you ever Googled your name? Yeah. Like your real name? There, there actually is a hate Jen Snow page, but it's not me. Well, <laughs> This is why. So when I got married, my name changed, but it hyphenated. And so it's really <laughs> hard to find me online because you can look me up by my old name, my maiden name. <clears throat> and the only thing you're going to see is a skier like and she died and it was big news. And that's all you're going to find for pages and pages and pages on Google. You have to go to like page 27 to find the little like white pages about me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's all about this skier that died in a, a tragic skiing accident. <laughs> Because apparently she has the same name. And so, and then when you Google my, my married name, nothing comes up. Like if you don't add the hyphenated, my last yeah. name, then my, nothing comes up. Um, except for like a, a farmer's market in New Mexico, which. Nice. Was <laughs> and when you put my, my hyphenated name in there, um, I come up, but it's all really old stuff, like super old stuff. Like. I don't like it had me living in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I lived in nice. Sioux Falls, South Dakota for so you're 20 years. That Google has not updated in a while. Mm-hmm. Not when it comes to me. But if you Google shipwreck show, uh, we're everywhere. We're all over on Google. Like people. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I am. Um, the, the one thing that comes up when you Google, like if you look trying to look for me, is this YouTube video of me doing an animal communication session. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty funny because I actually had never seen the recording. And all of a sudden, one day somebody sent it to me. I'm like, no, what is this? I'm like, oh, that's me. And I did this when I was blind. So, um, but I knew the owner was going to make a YouTube video out of it. Right. And um, yeah, it's pretty funny. That's like, wild. that's my like 500, 600,000 hits right there. <laughs> it's not even on like, your page. No. <laughs> the rest of it's like <laughs> 2, 20, 30. I'm like, oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I had. So why did you pick shipwreck? So I, I told this. I Do you know? I got told this. I shipwreck, you have told me this story. It's, yeah. yeah. Shipwreck is an ode to my old man. So mm-hmm. it's a it used to be running a tight shipwreck, which is a T-shirt that I saw when it came to moms, because that used to be my content. My content was mom content. 
And so I would make videos on TikTok about being a stay-at-home mom and how how we drank a lot and took Xanax and <laughs> <laughs> did laundry, <laughs> made cookies. And then as as the COVID stuff blew up, uh, I made a couple videos about the mass and how I thought I really started to kind of speak my truth a little more yeah. um, because I wasn't going to wear a mask. <laughs> I thought it was stupid. And I was like, this is stupid. And then it blew up and then we got real political and then the election happened. Well, then as that happened, running a tight shipwreck got taken down. And so then it went to shipwreck sunken, which I, because mm-hmm. running, you know, and then it just got shortened to shipwreck and now we're at the shipwreck. And then it kind of became an ode to my old man because he was, perfect. he was Navy and prostate. It's perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Day rock. Good morning. So good morning. Double and Glenn live all day on Twitch. Maybe. Really? I don't know. I, I I don't know how to hey. I I'm I'm here the I'm here. We're here. We're we're here. We're gonna be here tonight with Elf Ann on too. He was gonna come on last <laughs> night, but I really did have to keep last night's live to an hour because I had to go out and do mom stuff. But uh Alpha Ann on will be live with us tonight and we're gonna dabble in more into uh why do I say all of the Gleason. good stuff? We're we're gonna dabble more into oh I touched do I sound okay? There it goes. It got yeah, stuck. You know into more of the uh the theories that we were going after last night which is kind of and wrapped into canada too like why oh, people of course it did because canada is you know, in that space right now canada's a nightmare hello good morning canada. hello but, so, teetering we're teetering te- teetering into a nightmare so canada right. invoked what we americans know as martial law and so jen we were talking backstage a little bit talk to the people about words and right. how invoked doesn't necessarily mean implement it, like they're yeah. they're going to be actively doing it. So, so. when uh you know because we, we the world in Canada has kind of stopped when this was uh, a possibility, and so I I actually missed his speech. I'm not going to lie. I um I was working and I was like, I okay, think, well I don't think you missed it. If, if the world is burning when I finish my sessions. Well, I've, you know, I've got some extra protein shakes, so we'll be great. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm heading to the mountains kind of thing. Um, and then so I got a couple clips on it and kind of just watched. And I was watching his language and, you know, invoked is I was sitting there. I'm like, oh, I better look this up just because I know how everything is said one way to imply things so that perhaps people act on those things without actually being told to act on them because that way the responsibility truly lies with you because if you tried to turn around and say, well, you told me I had to do this, like actually we implied that we, we, you know, that you should do it, but we never said you had to do it. So legally the responsibility is on you. So, and well, you know, his words were invoking the, um, the Emergency Act in Canada, it's the same thing as mar- martial law. Um, mm-hmm. And the whole world just, in ca- well, the whole country just went, you're kidding, right? This has never happened. Like, this hasn't happened since, I think, what, 1974? 78, somewhere in there? Father. From what I found, from what I found, that nothing, it's never, His ever. His father acted. enacted it, something His similar. <laughs> For it's there was a Quebec revolt. Fidel Castro Sr. Yeah. Sorry. Well, okay. So, so he's, acting, but, he's taken some tips from some dictatorship that maybe he shouldn't have taken tips from. China. Yeah. Okay. But to so the United Hey, hey, don't chew on that. And this so this happens a lot. When you listen to wording, it's like, you know, we recommend yeah. these mandates. Well, here it is something happens because you end up taking something or doing something based on your employer saying, well, these mandates are what we need to follow or along those lines. And who do you, who, who's held responsible for that? Well, that's the, just it. All, you know, all politicians, all and lawyers, like different professions, they all word things so that when, if something were to go sideways, not only do they have a bunch of paperwork that says they're protected, but they have the language that protects them too. So when you're listening to the news, you had to really watch, what they're saying and even mainstream new media is just horrible for it. you know um related is not because of right 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 I'm just sorry. like mandate Please mandate stop saying is, mandate is not law so stop this thing related too because everybody thinks oh that person died of that well no related is not the same of 
Oh, they did. They they didn't even do related here for the first two years. Like it was straight ticker at the bottom of CNN, which is also in the trash now. I don't know if you guys saw that. Another another one. With 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 and from, and this is something we came out with very very early on. Was did they die with COVID or did they die from COVID? You need to recognize the verbiage that they're using and what they're trying to do. And the same thing goes with mandate and law. A mandate is not a law. It can be that if you know, like people who, um, and then people will come back and they'll be like, well, so-and-so got arrested for not wearing a mask in a store. Well, no, so-and-so got arrested for disorderly conduct because when he was asked to wear a mask, he lost his fucking shit and raged on a bunch of people who were standing around. So he was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct, or he was arrested and charged with, with trespassing because when the store asked him to leave, he wouldn't leave. Yeah. That's the difference. That's the technicality that they're you know, the that is being used right now in every point of our existence and that tech yeah. technicality. But here it is. I, you know, and I say this from a place of I wish things were very different, is that they've done such a great job of literally just keeping people in a state of fear and confusion and hypnosis, waking state of hypnosis that people hear from and with, and it, it means the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, they automatically think, okay, they, yeah. If, if they, as soon as they follow that word with the word COVID, which is the word that they're seeing every day, all day, yeah. and, and then attach it to these pictures of dead bodies and, and people, fear you know, and, you yep. know, and I'm not then saying automatic- it's not a thing. I yep. you know it's you know I'm not saying that it's not caused a lot of havoc in our lives but I'm saying like people are so entranced in this trance that they cannot differentiate to what the like step back and pick away at a sentence um and maybe I'm the only guy who does this because I think I'm I'm a bit of like I I like words um I don't always use them or say them correctly because I get tongue tied but I like the flow and I like depicting things and I like pulling things apart it's what I do right pull the layers apart and see what's really there but a lot of people have just that I know that used to be that way in that sense that weren't kind of just autumn auto it's auto planted now that you see that word and it's automatic that it means something bad no matter what's said in front of it, no matter what tones used with it, it's yeah, it's very, very. It's very Hold strange. on. So, Little Wolf says no one gets charged with not wearing a mask. That's how they get away with the BS. It's semantics. It is. It's semantics, and it's about this is where we really encourage people to start critically thinking, like, and to get out of the freaking headlines. Stop yeah. reading the headlines. Read the actual article. And this is where mainstream media gets away with a lot of this shit too. Yes. Mainstream media cannot be held accountable for what you believed because of a, because of an article. Because if you acted on, on, if you acted on something that you saw in the headline of the article, but you didn't actually read the article where they cleared it up way down at the bottom in the little tiny print. Yeah. They're yeah. not responsible for your actions. You are, and this is, that's everything. It's this is why you have to step back and you have to make sure that if you see something and you can feel it start to kind of like trigger you a minute, stop and read the article and read it. Stop read it for baby, and then go read first. an article from a different perspective or go talk to somebody who has a different perspective. Yeah. yeah. We and you know what? Those headlines, that's what they're designed to do. That's exactly what they're designed to do. So it is. Um, and this is this is exactly what you're saying. It's to keep them from being held accountable. So if your kid passes out from wearing a mask and falls and hits his head at a football game and mm-hmm. it cracks wide open, right? Then the school can't be held about accountable because it was a mandate. Well, they're like, well, you know, even though your kid was mandated to wear a mask playing the game, the small print at the bottom says, actually says, you know, you're choosing, you're choosing to put a mask on your kid so that he can choose to play the game and it you'll lose in court almost every time if you oh, can't get the right because, kind of lawyer. Because it's this. And it's, you know, the people who have put it into place are not responsible. The people enforcing it not re- are not responsible. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. It's, it's tiring. But that's, it's all, inter- it's all perfectly planned. Well, and it was all, it's all done on purpose with, for this exact reason. I do have, let's, let's pull up the telegram. Where are we at in the telegram? I got lots of stuff. You telegram. got lots of stuff. And when I checked in on the telegram the, yesterday, I was like, ah, oh, I more. do. I, I wanted to talk about this too. So we talk a lot about how CNN mainstream media is on its way out. And so I wanted to maybe, no, 
It's going to be an interesting battle with that, I think, because there's so many people that are tied to mainstream media in the boomer generation. They are, but it's changing and, and there's not going to, the boomer generation is not going to have a choice. I don't know why this. Oh, I don't think they bigger. will, but I, I think there's this, <clears throat> I think there's going to be a moment of loss when that happens. Because I mean, talking, when I think about the generation that is really hardcore on everything that's going on right now, like the ones that are like really sticking to the guns is that mm-hmm. um, boomer generation. Like they are really Anyone I know in that kind of age group and and generalizing, I, you know, I obviously don't know a huge amount of people, but, um, but really solidly stuck in it, you know, like it's, it's, it's crazy how aggressive they are on defending mainstream media. That's because that's all they knew. Like when you were growing up, that's what you did. You came home, you came home, you ate dinner. You listen to the radio, you watch the news, and then you went to bed because you, yeah. you, every morning when you got up, you had coffee, you read your newspaper, and then you went on with your day. That's the, and, and that's it's programming. That was that whole generation, was, everything that they worked. did. The contract to believe them that the self imposed contract that they mm-hmm. are the voice of truth is so strong that when you start to bend that contract, they get really crotchety about oh, it, and that's okay. They defend it. Like that's okay. They can can defend it, but the, if they can't defend it, if it's not there anymore, and that's what I want to talk about, but double and Glenn made a really good point. I want to touch on this first. It's like, if they tell you you have cancer and then you take chemo, then find out they were wrong and it's too late to loosen it. Yeah. This is a big thing too. And this is why you can't like with the medical professionals, like with the Axine Vay is with you really have to do your homework. Get a second opinion. Get a third opinion. Get a fourth opinion before you decide to dive into something as as physically terrible for you as chemotherapy or even like the vaccine. Like, get a couple different opinions first. You gotta. You can't just blindly trust doctors anymore either. I don't know if you ever could, but I, you can't blindly trust your doctor anymore. This whole thing has kind of blown the the corruption that is our medical system out of the goddamn water because. And nobody trusts anybody in the medical field anymore because everybody in the medical field is like, well, you need to get the jab. And it's like, why? Well, that's so they can get their $2,200 kickback. Well, that's the problem. Like money. And I was having this conversation yesterday or the other day when I could talk normally, uh, how, you know, with things changing, how money has driven so much of any and all corruption, any and all dictation and how do we restart a whole society where money isn't the driver for the people who we elect to keep uh, you know that are you know supposed to represent who we are like it's just this how do you do that i don't do know you, you don't know you don't have a well, theory well i have a theory i have a theory but i don't know if it's ever is it this form of utopia like you know officials are supposed to be you know um you, you gotta crash it first, people, right? Hmm? Oh well, you, you it has. To, crash it there's no changing so if it, unless it so what's, does. What's happening right now? Well, it's crumbling. There are pieces crash crumbling it. everywhere, and you know when we, if and when that you know finally takes its flow, you know we really need to step back and think about how you create a society that isn't driven by this. I mean, well, I believe you got to go back to the barter system. You got the, you got this energy exchange. We really need to like, if here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't, you can't do that when everybody's just doing it one way. So what do you do? You crash the whole thing. You crash the entire thing. You crash the, you crash the economy. You take the value of the American dollar. You take the value of whatever Canadians use. You take the value of it all. And that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. Everybody's talking about moving to crypto. I'm not going to recommend moving to crypto right now. Because I, I, that's I know so many people get hacked on crypto. Like, yeah, I, I actually had a moment where I was like, "Well, I get that this, like, I get the amount of money you can make in crypto and bit blowing Bitcoin and all of that. Like, I know people who are making good money on the side with this, but mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I just lost fifty thousand, blah blah blah.' And I'm like, how how has that happened? How I don't know. Happened? Like, I got hacked and lost like twenty grand. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, how does this yeah. happen where it's not secure? And how are you putting your life savings into? And like, I get why the return is great. Don't get me wrong. Everybody's it is like, great, but it, the risk of it is is a lot greater but, right now. Like the only thing, and if you talk to Alpha Anon, he's going to recommend that you dive into gold and silver, and that's fine. I've, if you I've heard him say that too. Right? Yep. I'm. 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 We're right now. We're just kind of sitting, so we're not spending a lot. We're not investing. We're not doing anything. We're just kind of waiting. And I'm yeah. not saying that we have tons of money either, but we're okay as far as money mm -hmm. goes. And we're not going, we're just not going to do anything right now. Like I'm well, not looking to get rich ever in this life, but that's what, that's what they have to do in order for things to start shifting and, and going either back to like a barter system or into a different um, type of currency exchange. You have to crash the whole thing because you can't just be like, okay, well, we're not going to take dollars anymore. You have to go. You remember when we switched to cards, right? Like remember when like yeah. you went from, having to use cash and then when you use cards and debit cards they debit tried cards. to they tried to initially stop like a lot of these places would stop taking cash they're initially yeah. i don't know if you guys remember this but they tried that bit, in the beginning of covid too for a little bit a lot of places wouldn't take cash and everybody kind of pushed back and it was really because people were like well you know all we care because they were trying to push in the the debit cards at the time and the chips yeah. whatever the chip cards and then they had to kind of back down on that because people really push back on it. So now everything is just crashing and mm -hmm. it's going to continue to crash. It's going to get very uncomfortable for a lot of people. It already is. Oh, for so sure. What comes, so what comes after that then, Dent? So it can't stay crash, right? <laughs> it can. It, we can't stay here. So something yes. is going to change. What is oh, going to change? What is going to change? I, well, I'm hoping the light side is going to like step in and, you know, decide that, hey, this is how we're... Back in the day, life was a lot simpler and a lot more productive when you did the barter system. So we're going to bring that in and your value will be based on how people perceive you and how you perceive yourself. But it's going to be an equal exchange of energy I or we're in a new yes. earth and we don't need it. Hey, there's the I think, glory of it. I think eventually it, it that's going to be kind of what comes up next in, in a more modern day exchange yes, of modern energy. Yes. yes, modern it, exchange it, of services, exchange of. Oh, it would be uh, so know. much fun. I'm not going to lie. I would love that because I just think it's a better way to go about because I feel like that energy exchange between you and somebody else is actually whole. It is. And it's real. It's not, it's, you know, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't know how you're going to pay your house payment with, with energy exchange, but the way that they talk about the, the way that things could be is that like banks, so a lot of like your debt would just be out of forgiven because it was done illegally to begin with. Like it is illegal to charge people astronomical amounts or any amount of, of interest rates through a bank. Like this goes, and this goes back into Nassara Jassara, and I'm not going to get into that this morning. Well, it's like the income tax in Canada was put in in World War II. It was never supposed to last. And income tax yeah. has lasted ever since. And how people don't recognize that or, you know, that thought process doesn't solidify what happens is when you give up a freedom to get it back. Well, you better, it's going to be a long road, like potentially. I mean, that wasn't that was something that was never supposed to last that's that was the promise in the beginning and here we are this is when your freedoms get taken away it's almost impossible to get those freedoms back yeah and so that's a perfect example of that and income tax here taxes in general are a joke like the whole entire system the tax system is a joke and they just keep and doing this like it is for yeah, yeah. i think that's going question, to it's going to crash too there's well, a lot of and again, I, I don't want to get too much into this right now. And I think we will at some point. We can do a live on it some night. We can go through the whole meat and potatoes and Asara Jasara. Maybe we'll do that with uh, Jake. I think he's pretty well versed in Asara Jasara. I think. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll dive into that. It's going to be Friday night. Uh, but I can kind of see that happening and, and where it's just more of an exchange of goods and exchange of services and exchange of, of energy. I don't know how that kind of looks like when you, when you start talking like way down to the meat and potatoes of it, but well, even you know, now people are, look at what's happening in Canada, right? The Canadian, they're bringing gas to these truckers. Oh, and they're just supporting them. They're not, and they're not asking for anything in return. Food, like the food that they're they're supplying to anyone and everyone on the street. Like it doesn't matter if you're a part of the convoy or not. If you're hungry or you're cold, here's a hot chocolate. Here's a hot dog. Here's a pancake. Like 
here's a hamburger. Like it's these people are doing this out of the kindness of their heart. So it's in there, like to be able to get to that point and your exchange, you think about exchange, maybe there's no, like, and here's the thing. I think this is, you know, as we're going down this rabbit hole, my brain's going with it. Uh, um, and <laughs> you know, the monetary value of a piece of paper has been dictated to us. But if you were exchanging with somebody and you said, okay, I'm going to do this for you. And you, in, in exchange, you're going to give me three dozen eggs and a loaf of bread, you know, that part. And you feel that that's a fair exchange for the service that you're giving them. That's where the energy exchange is whole and complete. It's when the only time exchange in barter system becomes incomplete is if I'm giving you what I feel is worth, like in my opinion, more than what you're giving me. That's where the imbalance begins. And I think that's why paper money, coin money, debit card money, uh, credit card money. That's where that became because it evened everything out. So no, no individual can say, well, I am worth this. And this is, you know what I mean? It was, it, that's where the things, I think that's where money took control and where money became the different energy that it really is at its core. Money was supposed to be the balance, not the, not the, it was supposed to be the equal between the partners. So nobody walked away feeling like, you know, well, and this would, this would, and then this boils down to people's ability to have hard conversations and to really know their value on a personal level. Because I think a lot of people, I would venture to say 60% of people out here right now, because we all struggle with mental health, right? Like mental health is a big thing. And I oh, think that sure. people who struggle with mental health probably struggle a lot with knowing their value and knowing their worth. So being able to have that conversation with somebody who maybe intimidates them a little bit saying, Hey, listen. I gave you a cow and you're going to give me this sick ass chicken like this. This is they'll just take the chicken and go home. And then, you know, that's the thing. Those conversations will happen where people will be able to they'll be back in yeah. that flow of communication. So we've forgotten how to communicate face to face. There's a big shift in communication now. Right there. I think. I don't know. I suck at communicating like I'm. I'm just I'm either. I can communicate. Actually, I, well, not, I guess not really because I, I know my value. I know what I can do. And like, we've kind of stepped into this, but I, so I can have those conversations and I can make the choice as to whether or not I'm going to continue fucking with you or not. Because if I'm not getting back at least a little bit of what exactly. I'm giving into you, like I, I, you, there's no place in my life for you. And this is like the energetic exchange, what we just talked about. Like yeah. Alpha Anon is a really good example. I pour a lot into Alpha Anon. I constantly, when he got banned from TikTok, we blew up his YouTube. I brought my army over. You guys went over, you helped get him, get him built. And then he took off. And then when he got banned on YouTube, we did the same thing. We posted telegram. We got everybody there who could get there. Yeah. And then I lost my YouTube for the seven days, right? The first person I hit up was Alpha Anna. And I'm like, why well, can't breathe? And he's like, no. And he's like, Twitch is fine. And he's like, just you go to Twitch. It'll be fine. And if you need help getting it set up, let me know. And yeah. then, you know, I'm, but he was the first person. And like, I got the exact energy and response that I needed from him to. Yeah. Okay, let's go. And we just built it. And here we are. And everything is, is it's not great, but it's fine. It's awesome. It's awesome. awesome. It's going to, it'll be fine, but uh, it's going to be wonderful. No matter what I put in. And the same thing with Jen, like I pour a lot of Jen, you know, what we help Jen get with her YouTube, we get her launched and we're there every Monday. We got her back. And when I, my whole work collapses, like I go to Jen or like, if I need to, if something, a layer peels off and I'm like, man, I don't know how to deal with this. Like, I don't even know where to go with this. Like I've gotten pretty good at being able to recognize things. And then yeah. to go in and self-heal a lot of them. But we've had an instance where I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this on my own. Like, I don't think I can. And I have to go to Jen. And that's our exchange of energy. Now, where the balance imbalance comes in at is if you are pouring yourself into somebody in the same way that you do, or somebody, somebody is pouring, let's let's go the other side with this. Let's okay. say you've got somebody who is pouring themselves into you and you never asked for it. And you're not really sure, you know, what's going on. It's really nice of them to do. And you're, you're very flattered because, but you don't have the capacity or the ability to pour that same energy back into that person, but you still take it right. Because they still do it. So you still take it and you're like, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because you know, that's, you know, this is where boundaries have to come in at, into play. Right. Because what you're doing is you're still taking from that person. And if, especially if you recognize it, if you recognize what they're doing, and that they're hoping to get some of that energy back or maybe even expecting to get, you know, 
for it to go a certain way or for it to get some of that energy. If you're not able to do that, you have to set that boundary in place. You have to be very clear. Like, you know what? I really appreciate this. It's very nice of you. You don't have to do this though. I don't have the capacity to be able to, to give this energy back to you um, in the same way to which you're giving to me. But, you know, and I appreciate everything that you're doing, but I just want you to know that, that I, I can't do this for you, or this is all I can do for you. And I have very hard boundaries with just about everybody that, that is in my DMS or that I talk to um, like a lot of you guys where a, nobody gets more attention than another person. Like I'm, I'm very concise about that. And yeah. if I can't give that energy back, I've made it very clear. Like I'm like, yeah. I, I get it. I'm very busy though. Like my DMs are, my DMs are insane and yeah. I'm very busy. I appreciate the, you reaching out. I appreciate the love. I'll usually like it or I'll heart it or I'll send you some hearts. I do look at it. Um, but it's not, I can't get into like a dialogue about it because I, I've got to keep going. But same way I'm with clients. I, when, you know, I tell them, I, I want to know if you have questions, please ask. But here it is. If I can't, if I don't answer, it's not that I'm ignoring you. It's just in that moment or time, I can't answer you. Um, but when I, as soon as I can, I will. So don't feel like I'm not there, but don't expect, you know, you can't expect me to answer on the moment because I might be in a 12 hour day and in a 12 hour day, I rarely look at my social media like somebody said oh haven't you seen social no I today I have not seen social media because in that five to 15 minutes I have in between sessions I need me time like I need to unenergetically tie to that person and get ready for the next like so I totally get that and I try to set that up um and I've said to you more than once I'm like I feel like I'm not giving as much as I'm getting help with and I've always made I those are hard conversations but I think those are the conversations that need they need to be had yeah because it's everybody's black and white there's no like it's way better to have that conversation and to have it hurt momentarily than to drag it out and just keep taking whatever that person's mm-hmm. giving to you, like yeah. just, and, and almost like setting up the, um, not the expectation, but almost like leading them on. Do you know what I'm saying? Like well, it is. Set, that hard, like, set that hard boundary. Say, you know what? I, and I, Jake and I actually, well, cause Jake brought it up when he's like, I just don't want you to feel like I'm ignoring. Cause I sent him a message about the coffee and yeah. I think he left, you know, and he didn't rate it for like two days and I forgot all about it. And Cause it, as the messages come in, they get <laughs> further down He's like, I don't want you. And I'm like, do you forget about people a lot? Or like, what's the deal? And he's just like, no, I just, I don't want people. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's fine. I mean, I, it used, it did. It used, this used to be a big trigger for me. Like I didn't like it, but I've kind of gotten into this place where it's like, I don't take it personally anymore. And I, I just leave people where they are and that's fine. But like, if you're upfront and honest about who you are, then he's, yeah, that's, that's that's the thing. It was. Mm-hmm. That's he's very sad. open about it. He's like, I'm just really busy. You know, I've got all the kids and he's like, I know you have kids and, and, um, but he set that ex- almost from the beginning. He's just mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I, I, I'm stuck at this and I'm not the best at it either. Like I, I tend to leave people on red or unread and I try not to, but it does happen. Um, and some people have taken it personally and asked if I was upset with them. And then I make sure to get back to them and say, no, but then I make sure to put that boundary. in. like, it's like, yeah. absolutely not upset with you. I'm not taking any of this personally, but I am, you know, just busy and things are going on and I don't go into detail with any of it because I don't go to detail with anybody with anything. I just, even on TikTok, people are like, what happened on YouTube? And I'm like, we're just trying to reach a different dynamic. Like, <laughs> uh, what am I going to say? Cause I got all the trolls in there. They'll be like, you fucking, ha, it. we get it. I know. Right. Don't give I them what they want. deserve right? it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a thing though. Like, and I think the art of communication has been lost through social media personally. And that's my take on it is that it's easier to type something than it is to have a face-to-face conversation. I mean, I consider on Zoom a face-to-face conversation because you can see my eyes, you can see my facial expressions. But um, I think bringing that back is going to be a in- very interesting um it's just going to be very interesting, especially for the younger generation, because they really have grown up in this world of technology and social media and and masks and mass and words, words that you say, over, you know, you wouldn't talk to people the way you talk to people on social media necessarily face to face, because when I was growing up, that would get you like a, you know, a broken nose sometimes. And, oh, we've um, and there's none of that anymore, because I'm, you know, either 10 miles away from you or 50 miles away from you or, you know, light years away from you. Right. So also show uh, up. I'll come to your house. I'm not, this is, this is the difference. So as a boomer so this generation. This is how I get you in Canada. 
This is uh, someday. Yes. I don't know. I'm not going anywhere near Canada right now. Dang, I wouldn't come right. near Canada right now. Yeah. Yet. I'm I'm not scared of much, but that. <laughs> yeah. But like the boomers, the boomers were way to the other side. We, we talk about these oh. generational, these generational differences. Boomers were way to the other side. They just didn't want conflict. And so they just avoided it. This is more of like a ghosting. Boomers mm-hmm. were very good at ghosting people. They just wouldn't talk to you anymore. Like they wouldn't want to have that conversation. They didn't like. Well, they wouldn't talk about the topic. We didn't, want to, we didn't talk about politics. We don't talk about money. We don't talk about, you know, we don't talk about any of it. And if you did, you were a gossip. That was a boomer generation. Mm-hmm. And you come in from the boomers and you got our little weird generation of misfits of Gen, Gen, X. X, Gen X and Gen Y and Gen Xennial and Gen, what was it? Y2K? Like, yeah, and okay. you know, this weird uh, us. So, and we're all like, well, I'm going to talk about all of it. And, and we're very brazen and very like, and at the same time, we were raised in that same age where if you, we still, you will, you know, behind the corn shed, we'll still take you out. This is how we do things. We fought a lot in a small town. We had rival towns we would drive to and like infiltrate their downtown loop. Like, you know, cause you scoop the loop as a kid. We would drive to like Akron, Iowa, which was our rival town. Yeah. And we would scoop their loop with like our flags. Oh my guess just. But then we get out, we'd whoop ass right there at the end of uh, Main Street because there's no cops in Akron. <laughs> whoop out right there at the end, and we. But then we'd all shake hands and we'd go get beer and we'd go home, and yeah. that would be it. Like it, there would be no. But then you have now this next gen, couple generations who pretty much were born and raised in the the digital and the online world, yeah. and they have no, there's no repercussions and there's no um, accountability for what you say online because it's not like. So-and-so is going to show up. Well, I tell you what, like you pissed me off enough. I will, I will show up. I'll make a TikTok in front of your house. Like I will fuck with your head bad. I'll camp out at the park across the street. <laughs> I'll just sit in there and watch. I'll get all like, like scary talk on you. I'll just stand there and watch. Scary talk. Oh, yeah. I will mess with your brain emotionally. Like I will, but that's how, but like, they don't think about that. And that's where. Cause it's not something they've had to deal with. So they don't know. They don't know. It's not even on their radar. Or, you know, it's funny because I have some friends, you know, in younger generations and they want to, they say something over their, a text message. And I'm like, hey, did you mean this the way it came across? I don't even ask. I just assume. And I'm like, fuck you then. God, piss off. This well, I want to make sure that I'm it's not me, on interpreting, like, not me interpreting I, what, you know, from my experience based on what they're saying to me. And most time they're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, do you think that's appropriate? And you could, don't you, let's have a conversation. And I get ghosted or I get like ignored. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm too busy. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then conversation happens because I'm the guy who's like, we're still going to talk about it. You might avoid it for six weeks, but I'm still going to bring it up because, you know, let's resolve this before we decide where right. our friendship lies or our this communication lies. Like, yeah. And I'm, I'm the worst person because I'm like, okay, well, let's do this. You know, I may not have a conversation with you right away because I need to process and make sure I, I say things the way I want to say them versus from my emotional state where I'm hurt or upset. But mm-hmm. once I'm ready to have the conversation, you better believe we're going to have it. I want to have the conversation right fucking now. Like, right. Like I will drive to your house. Like I want to talk like you, but I, and I, but that's, that's the way that I am. I can't mm-hmm. sit with things because then it festers and then I make up scenarios in my head and it just gets a yeah. hundred times worse. Oh, like, I get that. Let's just have the conversation right now. Did you mean this the way that you meant? And don't leave me on scene. Don't oh, leave me on. Do that. I hate if that. you do one of those two things in the middle of that conversation, like, you are never going to hear from me again, ever, yeah. ever, ever. Like I, I, I hate that. Like, don't, if we're in the middle of a conversation where we're hashing things out, and then all of a sudden you just dip and you don't have a really, really, really damn good reason for it. SOS, I got to go. I'll be right back. Right, like, like one of your kids fell off a cliff or something. You're never going to hear from me again because I'm not going to do this ever again. Like, I don't like that feeling. I don't like the way and, and I'm going to leave. And I, I, I could listen, listen, I could love the shit out of you forever. I could be so desperately in love with you and want to send everything, all the good stuff to you. And never, ever talk to you again. Never, ever initiate that conversation again. I don't know if that's healthy, but I am fully capable of doing it. Like to save myself that. I think there's two schools of thought on that. It, You know, I think some people would tell you that's unhealthy. And some people would tell you that's you setting your boundaries and sticking to them and knowing your worth. So it just depends on where you, uh, where you're coming from, right? Where that lies within you. I don't disagree with going, you know, 
cutting people off. I don't. I um I person I I get to a point and I have a like my line is probably a lot like it's pretty thick when it comes but once I hit that point I am that guy who is like enough's enough like I hit I give 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 it and then all of a sudden something like will happen and that's it and it could be the smallest thing but that's the thing that I've you know it that has crossed my line I know where my line is my line is and if you cross that line and you're not willing to have a conversation about it then that's it I will walk away I, I do. I, I, I kind of, yeah, I, I, I have my line and like, and once it's weird. Cause once you do hit that line in the sand, like your entire emotion around any, like it totally changed. Cause it's like, you start to see things for what they really are. And you're just like, Dang. like, I, it's I, like the, you put the glasses on and you're like, Oh, oh. damn. It. I mean, and, and sometimes that's the, and I think we've, I've, I've kind of experienced this in the last, like, couple months the month or so yeah that like uh, sometimes the journey that you're on is so wildly and no matter how much you want it to you know to you you no matter how much you want to keep that connection or whatever sometimes the journey that you're on is so wildly different that you just can't like it just you need to put yourself first and keep going on your journey and and let them continue on theirs like it just doesn't work and that that has to be okay too like you got to be able to just let people go and, and like I said, you can, I, I feel so much love and so much, you know, but man, I'll never fucking talk to you again, like ever, ever, ever. And, and or I'll never initiate, like, you're never going to be in that same place again, because it's just, I don't know. It just happens. And it's just like, I got to keep going my direction. Like we're saving the world here. Like I, I'm, you know, we're saving the world. We're saving Canada. We're saving America. Okay. We're on the run on social media. And that's a tough niche to be in because more yes. everybody's this like so what i tolerate in my like what i tolerate with my people like if you're not at least kind of doing what we do i don't and you're doing dumb shit i don't i i don't you know i'm gonna fight for your right to continue to do dumb shit but like we're not gonna be aligned anymore i can't i don't know that's the thing that happens good bad or anything it's just different it's and that's okay. It's, it happens in all relationships, though. It even happens with the relationship with yourself. Think about who you were five years ago, 10 years ago, and who you are in this moment. You have shifted so much. And I often do this. I look back and I think about my, you know, my 20-year-old self. And I think to myself, would I be my 20-year-old self's friend? And I can't always say yes to that. It doesn't mean I don't love my 20-year-old self. I mean, she... she my 20-year-old self was a stuff. fucking nightmare. She, she was, was a nightmare. She will. My 20-year-old self was a nightmare, and then I had a turning point. And that, oh. and that turning point, I would be the friend with my turning point 20-year-old self. Yeah. I, I, um, no, Bryson, welcome, welcome to the new age, my guy. We'll be back on YouTube next Wednesday. Sorry. Well, we're here. Um, we're here the rest of the week, though. And... It's that alignment, that's that energetic, like alignment of that creates ourselves, that emotional alignment. My party, you know, knock on doors, have fun person. You know, I still love the fun person of my younger self, but she was destructive and she was not on the line of the line that I'm walking now. And so I love her and I, I don't want, I, but you know, I look at her and I think, thank you for teaching me not what not to wear and where I didn't yeah. want to go in life. So yeah. that's our, and those are, that happens in, you know, relationships with ourselves and relationships with people around us. We sometimes have people come into our life that are only there for a season because they're supposed to teach us something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those people are a part of our life and they're continually teaching us what to wear or what not to wear. You know, and sometimes we don't figure that out. Like, you know, um, my relationship with my mom when I was younger was, very volatile because of my some of my experiences and her reaction to those experiences it wasn't until I got to 25 and kind of stepped back and was like oh wait a minute and my mom is my inspiration like if I can touch the world the way my mom touches the world I've done something right but it, right I had to switch gears and if I was you know if I was still my 20 year old me I wouldn't have that uh where other people in my life that I cherished at that time I wouldn't want to be them Right. Like I, I'm glad I didn't grow up to be that. If I ever I, grow up, I was just a fucking nightmare. I was in and out of jail. I had a kid. I had no 
I was a nightmare. Like I was insecure. I was unconfident. I was a nightmare. I would never, ever go back and relive my twenties ever, ever. It wasn't until I hit my thirties when I started to find my stride and, and then I started to to grow and kind of become the person that I am today. But my twenties were just a disaster and never again. Like I, 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 she was not a person that I wanted to be or be around. Like she just wasn't. But if that happens with ourselves, it happens with the relationships around you too. So when, you, yep. when you're growing and you're shifting and you're changing, you're discovering and you're unwinding yourself and people come and they go, it's okay because that's the seasons of life sometimes. And sometimes some people are there the whole time. Some people dip in, some people dip out. Sometimes you dip in, sometimes you dip out. That's okay too. And that's, I think, where we've gotten into this place where um, – We've been taught to hold on with our dear lives. Like in my family, blood was thicker than water. You did not give up on family, no matter what family did to you. Right. Um, No, we gave up on that anymore. When I was 20, I would have believed that and I would have stood strong in that. But what I've learned and what I've seen, that's not how it works. Um, Some of the people that, you know, people in my life now are my family. I consider them my family and those are people I chose in the, in the conscious, in the conscious state. Now I realize our souls choose our family. We choose everything. We pre-plan a lot of this in my personal opinion, but um, I'm surrounded by people that I would like to be and that, you know, but my blood isn't not all of my blood. I would like to be, they've taught me what not to wear and what to wear. And I appreciate that about them. That's why I love and they're not in my life. I surround myself with people that I guess I don't know. I've never really thought about that. Like I just am here. I'm just here. Like I used to, I, and this that was a big shift too this last year, I guess. Like we were surrounded with a bunch of people online and, and off um, that as things started to change and I started to shift and I started to heal some of the things that I, I needed to heal. And then with that healing came a lot more, um, compassion over conflict. Like I wasn't, I'm not going to go out and start looking to pick fights. I'm not, it also came a lot more like, I'm not going to placate anybody either. Like I'm not going to sit down and talk to you about your kids or I don't care how crappy your husband is. Like, I don't give a shit about any of that. Like change it. Like I, I don't, I don't let people come and and just complain about the same things over and over and over again. And I used to like, we, this is in real life too. Like this isn't necessarily online. supposed to do. Well, and I would sit there, I had people in my life that every time I would, they would come over and, and hang out. It was the same conversations. My husband sucks. My kids suck today. My this. And it was just this constant hour and a half. And man, by the time it was done, I was just like, dang, like I need to go the fuck away from everybody. Like I, yeah, it's, it's and then I didn't, so I, I closed up. I didn't talk to nobody. So I'm like, no, I don't want to go. No, I don't want to have these people over. No, I don't really. You know, and then it then it kind of like, well, you know, then I kind of became a snob. Well, then I started to get very outspoken about what I did want to talk about. And then people just kind of stopped showing up. And that's okay because I get it. Like it's it's an uncomfortable, this goes back to the boomer generation, right? This is an uncomfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a very controversial conversation. And people don't want to have it because they they just don't. And that's okay. But I do want to have it. I want to talk to people. So if you don't want to talk to me about it, then I don't want to be around you. If you can't talk to me about masks or vaccines, or you can't talk to me about the universe, or you can't talk to me about aliens or ghosts. I probably, you're probably not somebody that I want to hang out with because that's all I really want to talk about. I don't care about the weather unless you're talking about harp. I care about harp. Let's talk about harp, right? Yeah. I don't want to talk about potatoes. I don't, I don't care what you're having for dinner. What kind of well, do you care what you're having for dinner? I like food. <laughs> I care. Give me that recipe. Crystal. Yeah. Thank you. You know, it's it's funny. I, I think as we go through these spiritual awakenings or self-awakenings, I truly think the spiritual waking is us remembering our our true selves. Um and when we were when we tap in and connect to our true selves, that soul wisdom and knowledge and knowingness happens. And it's funny that's part of one. You know why you want to know how you're going through an awakening of self? Well, this is where it starts to happen because I remember when it started happening to me, um, the conversations I couldn't connect with because it wasn't where I, you know, I wanted to talk about stuff that for me was exciting or like, you know, talk about theories about the universe or, you know, this and that and self soul growth. And 
Not everybody wants to have those conversations. Some people don't know how to have them because that's not their expertise or they haven't looked into them. But at least, you know, and I, I never needed people to be educated in the, in the conversation. I just needed them to be engaged. And that's the difference. Right. It's where you want to engage. And that to me is when you really start to unwind the self is where you find out where you want to engage. And then you see, then you, that law of attraction begins to attract people that resonate with that engagement Agreed. so that you can fulfill well, that- those conversations. That was something too. I was talking with somebody yesterday about was was because we were talking kind of a little bit about everything that had mm-hmm. happened in this last year, and um, it was like you know as soon as as I stopped wanting to talk about the drama that was going on, and I didn't want to be involved in any of the drama. Like I don't want to know what's going on. I don't care what's going on with this TikToker or that TikToker. I don't care what's going on with your neighbor. As soon as I stopped wanting to talk about people in that sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of pe- I, a lot of people felt to the wayside. Like I lost a lot. You know, we lost a lot of people. Yeah. And then what? And that's hard. So there's like this because I'm in a space now where I feel like I'm surrounded by good people. Mm-hmm. But that 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 time before where you're going through the purge and you're losing all the people that it's, it's hard. you thought you thought were ride or die that stated were ride or die that you were ride or die for and would have stayed ride or die for. Even yeah. as your transition changed, you know, you still would have stayed right or die for them, but instead they just, they stop and like that, that they just, and that's, they're well within their right to do that. I'm not saying it's yeah. good, bad or anything. No. People I, I can agree. completely ghost you and they don't owe you a damn thing. It isn't, I don't like it. It's not right. It leaves people very, it feel great, but it's a shitty thing to do, but people absolutely have the right to not talk to you anymore and they don't owe you an explanation for any of it. But this, so we went through a lot of, we lost a whole bunch of people in the, you know, and, but now I'm kind of coming in and now I'm, I'm very selective about who I decide to have any kind of conversation with above, you know, uh, Hey, have you seen this video or, Hey, did you hear this going? What's your opinion on this? Anything deeper than that, those people, I'm very selective. And, and a lot of people, like I keep that wall up longer than a lot of people want to wait. And that's okay because that's the point, right? Like the wall will come down when it's time to come down. And I expect the same. I don't expect you to come out here and tell me, you know, your whole life story or tell me what song you listen to when you wanted to unalive yourself back in the 90s, you know, or what makes you sad or what makes you, you or I don't expect to have those kind of conversations with people right off the bat either. But like I said, that wall for me, it's just a lot higher and it takes a lot more patience. And if you're willing to wait it out and, and for it to come down, like I know what I can do and I know what I can offer you. And I know, I know what I can offer you as a friend. Like I know I'm there, like I'm there, there, I'm there Yeah, every time, all the time, but I can't be there every time, all the time for everybody. And so it's very selective process. And some people take that as me being closed up or, or cold. Um, but then you run the other, maybe, but look at the other side of it for the guy who tries to be there for everybody and exhaust themselves because they give and give and give and, and fuck up the everybody. people that I mean, right. I've, I've been the other side of it where, mm-hmm. you know, as a healer, like you, there is this mentality that you, you know, as a healer that you have to give more than you ever receive. And I am really good at doing that. And, you know, and then I never actually, whenever I do something for somebody, I never expect, I don't have any expectation or contract that I need anything back. Cause if I'm going to give to you, I give to you from my heart. And that for me is the balance. Like there's no need for, but at the same time, I have realized and, in, you know, that I cannot give to everybody um, all the time. Sometimes I have to take time for me to fill my cup. And that is, that was a big turning point where I had to take that as somebody who was in this heat, like this healing, um, industry where it's, a, it's okay. Like, it's okay for me to say, I don't have anything in my cup today for you, but let me find you somebody who does so that right. I know you're not left alone, but I can't be that guy right now. And there's the other side of it, right? Being right. unselective can be, is exhausting, you know, it can be very, very um, exhausting energetically, mentally, emotionally, physically. Yeah. And so you have to make sure you have your balance and that balance keeps yeah. you in a space where you're fulfilled, and Correct. the relationship with yourself and having your boundaries here. That's, I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, maybe it started off from somewhere. It where did. Like, it, I used to be, Absolutely. it used to be like, you didn't get in it. 
all, like at all, at all, at all. Yeah. Because I, I know we'd, we'd burn and just like everybody, I think everybody has at some point, but it affected me being burned at that level. Like being for sure, you know, it affected me not more than other people, but I think it like some people are really affected by this trauma or that, like, this was the big thing for me. Like this, this just like the being left behind and the, and you know, it affected me on a, on such a deep and personal level that I carried with it this whole time. And I, I, I put myself into situations and into relationships mm-hmm. based on that, that thing. Like I, I, I would never get real close to people mm-hmm. and I would just, I would take, cause then if they left, then they left and it was fine. Like, cause I never really actually gave them my whole self. And I'm still, that's still something that I, I work on. I think I'm, I'm a lot better at it than I used to be. I do let people in. Um, but like that wall is just, I mean, and it's just a waiting game, right? Like, and I hate to see you got to kind of prove yourself because I, you know, and I'm a big fucking deal. Like I'm a good friend. I'm a, I'm good at what I do. I'm a good friend. I'm, I'm there for you. I know what I have ourselves. to offer, but at the same time, like I, I can't do that for everybody. And so there are only a few p- select people get that kind of energy from me. And it takes a while to get there. Jen, doesn't it, Jen? Well, Jen, yeah, I ghosted yeah. Jen a couple times. Like, I think I probably just stopped talking to her for a while. Like I, I made some pretty shitty decisions when it came to Jen in the beginning. Um, just because I was still in that, like she, she's just gonna, or she's only here because so-and-so asked her to be, or, you know, she this that same thing. And Jen just kind of kept coming back. And then she just kind of kept coming back. And then eventually go anywhere. I was just there. Didn't go anywhere. And that's the thing. So now that- Jen has that. So Jen is in, in this, this circle of mine that like when Jen sends me a message, it doesn't matter if it's an SOS, like I will drop what I'm doing and I respond to her. Like, and it's that's she's and not everybody gets that. And that's okay. Like not everybody should in your life. Not everybody should get that kind of energy from any of you guys. Like you should not, you can't do that for everybody. You only, well, that's what I talked about the exhaustion side of it, right? right. Like you, you pick your people that are going to, and surrounding yourself with people. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. With Thanks, people that, Bryson. Are, that are going to give that back to you is super. Isn't that the goal though? Like, isn't that the part of like to be surrounded by people who walk with you? Now, sometimes those people will walk at 50% and you'll walk at 50. Sometimes you'll walk at 60, walk at 40. But there will always, if you look back down, there will always be we're walking together. And yeah, and, and then that's a thing. And um, I think anybody who is honoring the relationship that they have with themselves, when you can honor the relationship that you have with yourself and as you grow, you're going to find people who honor the relationship with you just as you would with them. And that's one of the most amazing things because that's when you know you're making growth. It's when you're stepping out of imbalanced relationships that are always imbalanced. And I, I get it. I have to step back and review some things too, because I get a lot of phone calls when people want something or need my animal communication side or need the spiritual side of me because it's convenient. And they, you know, but I haven't heard from them in a long time and I have to step back and I have to evaluate, like, I don't mind giving those answers at all, but is this something that is balanced for me? Right. You know, and this is this is a big thing. And I think we both kind of went through this at the same time when, when it yeah. came to balance. Like there are people that I hear from only when they need something. Yeah. And as soon as I stopped contacting those people back, boy, I haven't heard much from them. And that's OK. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. There is there's nothing. There's nobody's mad. There's nothing. No, it's it's not, just it's just imbalanced. And they're on a different path than maybe that you're on right now. And it's all about where you decide to spend your energy. And I've just decided to spend my energy. My energy is better spent into other things. And yeah. Um, plus, you know, sometimes, but I don't, you know, that's just either. Yeah. We don't yet. That's what I had to learn too. Like I had to learn cause I've, I've lashed out and I've reacted. And so I carried a lot of guilt from that. Cause I'm like, okay, well this, so now, you know, they're reaching out again, but I, and I keep going back to that last time that I lashed out and I'm like, well, I owe this, I owe them this because of what I did last. And we're just not going to do that anymore. Like sometimes you are the toxic person too. And I have been toxic. To plenty oh, I of have people. been toxic and I have been, the and I recognize. Correct. And, and the, the thing about that is just recognizing when you've been toxic in what situation, and then you make the decision as to whether or not you're going to allow yourself. Cause some people, they just bring out that toxic side of you. And sometimes you bring out the toxic side of them. Like sometimes but that's, that's the, the awareness coming. Mm-hmm. You get that awareness and you're like, Oh, I don't want to do I don't, 
I got sick of my own shit. I didn't want to be toxic. I didn't want to hurt people because I couldn't get my shit together anymore. Like this is what kicked off a lot of that. And I, I, I hurt people that I didn't want to hurt anymore. That's and feeling like it's when you could recognize your patterns, your behaviors, your actions, your reactions, your habits Mm -hmm. and go, wait, that doesn't work for me anymore. And you go and find a way to shift it so that it's, you know, resolved and healed and balanced Mm -hmm. for yourself, because, you know, that's the, what has to, if it's imbalanced in you, it won't balance on the outside world. That's when you know you're in a space of healing too, that you're ready for it. Like I, I often say that. Accountability portion. Yeah. The responsibility of it. I see a lot of people that want to change, but they're not ready for change. Right. And it creates a lot of guilt because they'll contact me. We'll have a consult call. And then I know, I know when you're ready. Like I I have an internal, like, okay, we're going to get going soon. Or yeah, you know what? This person's going to need some more time because they're not ready because I can feel it. But there's nothing wrong with that. And I get a and I've gotten, and I get this guilt, they have this guilt that they carry with it. I'm like, don't feel guilty. You're ready when you're ready. I'm not the person who determines when you're ready. I'm the guy who could get you when you are. I know how to get you where you need to go, but you're not ready till you're ready. And that's the simple truth of it. And that I think runs across life in so many avenues. I agree. And with that, Jen, we are a little over our hour. My friend, do you have any final thoughts you want to leave with people? When you think about your healing self, um, you know, we often go into meditation. We um, we have these beautiful spaces of transition and change. And just remember, you're honoring the relationship within yourself. And that change has to be like, that is the number one. You're changing for you. So when you're, you know, going in and you're finding things that you're working on and you get to that point where you, you've resolved them, you've released them, you've shifted them, you've refrained them, you've let them go, you know, giving yourself a little mantra that, you know, bringing that healing into the relationship with yourself is huge. And that will really help things solidify and change as well. So for those of you who are looking for a little tip there, um, that helps you process and move forward in that new relationship with you, which then the inside shifts the outside automatically. So what's going on internally will show itself externally. So um, you've got this. You got this. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming to the live this morning. I love all of your faces. Thank you, Jen, obviously, for being here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We are going to be live tonight with Alpha Ann on, and we're going to dabble back into uh, probably a little bit into Ukraine. I want to talk a lot about like the theory that I had and kind of how he came at me about the white hats and Trump killed a bunch of people, and that's not what happened. Well, we started in it last night, but it was right up to the top. So we're probably going to carry on from last night. Uh, so I will see you guys tonight at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on the Twitchy Twitch. I love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mama says hi and watch out for dare. Bye, guys. <laughs>